Who's the guy with all the dirt on Hollywood's biggest scandals? What does he know? Sometimes you gotta go to an author, TV host, and bigger than life personality to learn. Fame is a bitch. Big boy. This is the first TED test podcast of the post big boy show. We'll figure out a name for it and we can enter name here. Today we're going to discuss bias in the terms of individual speaking, thought process. God, that sounds boring to most of the fans here, but we're going to make it interesting. It's something that you can use in your job, in your personal life, in your relationships to either get the girl you want, get the job you want, get the person to negotiate better on your behalf, get a better deal, but also just really figure out what is behind what is being told to you. The definition of bias will play an issue in how you determine whether or not you're going to decide if someone is is biased against you. A lot of people associate bias with skin color. Everyone uses bias. It's ingrained in you. It's in your DNA. It's biological. You have to use bias to make a decision. When your great, 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 great great-grandfathers were walking and they heard a little ruffle behind a bush, they used bias. We assumed that it was something that was going to kill them. Maybe it was just the wind. Your brain needs to use bias in order to make quick decisions. This show right now is, is not scripted, so there will be pauses in it where we will go back and edit. But I'm using bias in the context of one of my favorite shows for the past 20 years, the Howard Stern Show, and we'll see how the lead person on the show who controls the entire direction of the show has bias, as we all do. We're not going to fault him for that. And then how it's been used throughout the last political contest for which now the host of the show, Howard Stern, is stuck to his original position, which to me was anti-whoever was labeled as the Republican candidate for the presidential election. And again, the off right now, this is running in Eric's channel just as something different because I know the current video is boring. And right now we're, we're off, off, off still. The the show will actually have a new person. And they I heard they narrowed it down to two people today. So hopefully we'll be able to announce and really just get the video back up and running. And Kitty told me that Eric is fighting against anyone that wants to be a part of the show. So she told me that she contacted Beetlejuice's manager. And I didn't even think Beetlejuice was an option, but... Now that I think about it, I'm watching Beetle throughout the day. He's someone I would want to watch compared to, let's say, Wendy. I'm just anti-Wendy. I, I just I just don't think she has what we need. And I would feel that we're taking way advantage of a situation. Because, I mean, can you imagine if I'm in there with the computer messing with Wendy? I know Howard does too, and Howard has in the past. Uh, maybe not now. I wonder what name they use for Wendy instead of retard Wendy the Conqueror. I don't even know what the hell it is. Who cares? I mean, Howard obviously got got away from using the word retard for whatever reason. 
a lot of people say that because he's he's scrubbing all the old shows and putting them back online eventually, or that they're just trying to attract A-level guests. Some blame Mindy. Doesn't make a difference to me. Let's get back on to the show. All right. Speaking of bias and the bias that we use and have every day, and we have to, there's no way that we can calculate all the risk associated with every decision that we're going to make because your brain is actually making multiple decisions at any given moment. So you can't research. We don't act rationally. Humans don't. I mean, humans are mammals. They're going to act in an emotional way, and that's just the way it will always be. We always want to think that we're better than the other mammals, but we're not. We're just a little bit smarter on some level, but we still are mammals. We act emotionally. We will kill. We will rape. We will love. We will cry. Uh, All these emotions that we have, I mean, some have developed to be specific to humans, but for the most part, fundamentally, we're no different than any other mammal. And I try to use this on my wife a lot, but most mammals, 99.9% of mammals do not meet with just one other female. Usually the male has multiple partners. Uh, You could try to use that on your wife. Uh, I'll get into that on one episode, but this episode happens to be on political bias. So that means that somewhere in your history you have formed a bias, most people have, as to which party they like. And then every subsequent question relating to the bias will be answered based upon what you thought in the past. So if you think Democrat, you can go and ask most Democrats, is Roy Moore a sex offender? You ask Democrats, they'll say yes. They ask Republicans, they'll say no. They don't have all the facts and even close to any of the facts, but your brain using bias will make a decision. The fault of bias is that you will exclude actual information, actual facts, and you won't even request even more facts because your brain wants to make this decision, and it, and it has. So if we go back and use my favorite show, I gave the example yesterday, but I had the clips pulled because we can actually see bias in all its form working hard on the Howard Stern Show, and I think it's, it's great to hear and see. And then you can decide what your host is trying to do. I did ask for no calls. I don't know. It's not a call. Let's go off, off, off the record. I have to keep saying off three times. So then we can edit back out of there. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello? I think Big Boy is trying to sabotage the show. But again, this is not to go as one complete show. We'll go back on. We'll go back on and speak about bias. I'll just hang up on the big boy if he's trying to call in. I haven't spoken to him. We have There is a game schedule for tonight. Big boy will be sitting courtside if he was with us, but I don't think he is. And I'm not even doing that to antagonize him. If he doesn't call me from from his number, then I'm not speaking to him. Wah. All right, so back on the show. Your political bias is something that may bore the hell out of some people, but let's face it, it's what people are talking about now. It's what is important to our country. And big boys calling in again to try and ruin my my only show here, but we're going to ignore it for now. So let's go play. This is going to take us back when Eric the actor was obviously living. He's living in, in Rodeo. 
California, near Sacramento, and he calls in. Thank you. You're an amazing man. Thank you, Cooley. Eric, i got to move along. i got so much to, to do. If you have something specific you need me to help you with, go ahead. Well, I, just, uh, I wanted to get something uh, to the candidates. I wanted to ask them what a co couple of things about their uh, policies and stuff. So why are you calling us? Why don't you call their office? I don't know what the, the candidates are doing over there in California. Well, in fact, the reason uh, why... The reason why I called you, you're a nationally broadcasted radio show. Yeah. So. All right. Listen, Eric, I don't uh, even care. I'm going to support Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you know why? I'll show you how shallow I am. Hmm. I don't know one thing Arnold stands for, but I know he always did my show. Right. And the guy always did my show, even when he was at the top of his game and he's doing, you know, the first Terminator and he's doing all these movies. And he comes in like a man, and he sits down, and he gives me an interview. And there's a lot of A-list celebrities who won't do that, but he did it. Right. So he's our guy. And when he wins, I want to see what I can get out of it. In other words, would I get to come to the governor's... The inauguration. The inauguration. What will he give me? What would Howard Stern get to be legitimized? Right. I, I just want to have somebody give me some respect. You understand? So I don't give a rat's ass about the other 139 candidates. I don't know Cruz Bustamante from a hole in the wall. Well, I, I'm registered Republican, so I would be voting for Arnold. Also. Well, of course. So there you go. So what question do you need answered? Well, I just want to see what their policies there, there, are. Nobody on. knows. Nobody has any policy. Unlike They're going to cut the budget. Unlike what? Helping disabled people and oh, here you know, we go. Social Security and always with the handout. Like it's all about you with the Social Security and the and the, and the disabled. Disabled. Get yourself out of that wheelchair. Like Get to work. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm training to uh, become a uh, restaurant. Or hotel restaurant manager. Well, that's good. That's what you should be doing. And stop with all the pictures and American Idol. And... Yeah, give up that childhood stuff. Right. I'll tell you what Arnold is going to do for you. He's going to get you laid. All right? Yeah, okay. If he can get you laid, would you vote for him? Yeah. All right. So he's going to get you laid. That's all. <laughs> if Hitler could get him laid, he'd vote for him. Right. Oh, <laughs> jeez. I like you, Eric. Thank you. And just because I don't, I pick up every one of your phone calls doesn't mean I don't like you. Right. Don't get all paranoid. Right. And, and besides, the new season of American Idol is gonna be coming up, and then I'm sure we'll have more to talk about. Are you a Survivor fan? No, but I do like the Osbournes. Well, there you go, Ozzy. Eric the Midget likes you. <laughs> All right, we're going to... Oh, thank you, Eric. Eric, the... So you listen back, and if you actually didn't know who Howard was talking about, an A-list celebrity willing to come in even when he's at the peak of his career running for a public office. Now, Howard wasn't thinking big time at that point. He's just thinking governor. Never imagining that Trump would actually run for president. And Howard's response was... I'm shallow, and he knows that politicians basically have the same same type of pitch. And 
in this situation is a little bit different when you have a real business person coming into the into the largest position in the world. But Howard's right there telling us what we should or what he would do, and that's all talk. When he had to act, when it came down to the general election, his tune changed. Now, I heard that he was begging, literally begging. Some people on the campaign said that they received about like seven or eight different inquiries from the Stern Show begging them to have Hillary go on the show. And they couldn't because Howard's, the perception of the Stern Show was that it was misogynist. All the words that they used for Republicans, uh, they would lump Howard in there, not knowing that Howard has a huge bias against Republicans for Democrats, for whatever that means. And it doesn't matter if you're one way or another in terms of your party affiliation, he's going to stick to it. But he told Eric the actor right there, go with the person that is going to stick to staying on the show. He came in, he did a great interview. Who does that sound like? Came in, spoke like a man. If you hear those words, you would think he's speaking about Trump. And regardless of what your opinion of Trump is, as a as a Stern fan, Trump gave you what you want. He was as as a honest as he could be in the situation. He talked about a sex life. He talked about judging females, things that all guys do. Uh, he did, and he came and spoke like he, he should have. And Howard, Howard knew in his heart that that's going to appeal to what's needed to win the general election. Howard was so for uh, Hillary. Um, it, one of my friends said it was kind of embarrassing how many times they were asking. So I do have a clip I haven't actually heard it yet, but let me just pull out another clip of, of Howard sort of talking about why he thinks Hillary lost the election. And with that, you will say, well, maybe, just maybe, Howard has some bias against what we call as the Republican Party. And that's what finding the clip. Hearing hearing Eric <laughs> switch up from politics to well, if he can get you laid, would you vote for him? And this is why I loved Eric. No matter how mad he was, he could be honest in that situation and he said yeah. And he said yes, not as a joke and, and, and a shtick. Complete authenticity from Eric there to myself. And I gotta get used to not laughing on the stupid microphone.
guys, and I, let's go off, off, off. I see that I need to be able to stop the audio for the longer clips if I'm going to do this because I do want to interject at, at certain points, and that's not this. That audio is not going to be on Blog Talk, and I apologize for those on Blog Talk. I realize that there's over eleven, twelve hundred people listening on Blog Talk right now, which again was never meant to be the platform. The platform is supposed to be. YouTube. So if you want to hear the audio for this clip, just jump over to YouTube. They'll be able to put it in on the final product, but I need to be able to stop. And let's go back on. The audio that you're listening to now, Howard admitting, actually confirming what what I was told, that he was contacting he and himself and on behalf of of the show, contacting Hillary, begging her to come on. Now, if you remember back, I played a clip for you at the beginning with Eric the actor. And let's go off. Guys, this is why I need to be able to go back. Because now if I, if I go back, I can't go to a specific point. I would have to play the whole clip for the that blog talk. So maybe High Pitch was on something with blog talk. If you listen to the clip, what does Howard say? The respect and admiration he had for Arnold because he did his show. Did his show when he was an A-list celebrity. Didn't stop. Did his show when he was at the top of his game. Now remember, Arnold Schwarzenegger is not wealthy. He's rich. He's not wealthy. He's not even close to Donald Trump in terms of, of finances. And then in terms of publicity and being in the entertainment world, I never even watched Donald on The Apprentice, but you can't deny the ratings. Those are the facts. And actually... Ironically, or coincidentally, Arnold takes over Donald's show and it fails within a, a few episodes. I don't know if everything's equal there, but it does show you that the results indicate that, that Trump was able to hold audience. And love him or hate him, Trump, Trump will equal ratings more than Howard Stern's lesbians. So we need to at least acknowledge the fact that Howard was pitching and admiring someone who came on at that level, a high level. Donald was always doing a show. Donald was at his wedding. And now we have old hypocrite Howie begging, begging someone to come on his show. So let's keep playing it. It's interesting that I never heard this clip before. Off the record. You've got to be able to go back to this, the same starting point. I guess I can do that. Yesterday I was talking about Howard, and I must have heard something, or you may have said this in the past.
Really? Except when he was shoving a cigar in a intern's vagina, which again, if it was consensual, that's fine. But it was a a relationship where he had extreme power over an employee. And today, I think I think people would frown upon a employer taking advantage of that relationship and having sexual relations with an intern. Clearly, they're not on the same level. And they're at work. And I know what goes on. I'm not going to say it doesn't go on. But to say that Bill Clinton was always concentrating on working for the country, um, I don't know. Perhaps that could be debatable. And I have nothing against Bill Clinton. It's fine. But all the bias we're seeing now is all Democrat. And if I brought the clips up from his childhood, you would see that that's where his dad was aligned. And that's where Howard was aligned. The key point for for Stern fans is to hear your master there, Stern, begging, begging, Hillary Clinton, please, Hillary, come on my show, please, please. Because that bias is extremely strong and it probably will never change. By the way, the whole John McCain war here, you know who brought that up. Howard made that as a joke and Donald Trump ran with it. That was not something that a lot of outsiders caught, but this was a Howard Stern joke, and I, I get it. It's just it's just doing shtick and doing a bit, but clearly Howard would make fun of McCain when McCain was running. Surprise, surprise, there's our, our Democratic bias that we have to deal with uh, in most people. And again, I know that politics is – people claim they don't want to talk about it. People love it. If you're at a party, bring up politics, and if not, bring up religion. You are sure to be the hit of the party. People love talking about that stuff. Howard, you fucking pussy. I mean, I have to call him a pussy right now. He never said that he did it without the woman's consent. And if you're a celebrity, a good-looking celebrity with money, and a woman throws themselves at you literally, yeah, you can finger them if they want to. He never said, I do it without their consent. And there was not one real male that was ever offended by what he heard. You heard guys talk about stuff like that. He was not talking about sexually assaulting a woman, maybe touching her when she was sleeping. He didn't say any of that. And also, we can never, ever discount the fact that they're on an entertainment show. It's entertainment. It's bit. And even Billy Bush would say the guy's fucking around. Even if he wasn't fucking around, he wouldn't say I was going around sexually assaulting women without their consent. He said that when they're a celebrity, when you're a celebrity, they will let you do anything. Let you is a different word. And if a female wants to let him, perfectly okay. So I was never outraged by that tape. My God, who the hell would be? It's a hot mic on a on a bus. And then you judge by the actions. The second they go out and they actually interact with the female, what happens? Nothing. And he acted like a perfect gentleman. In fact, uh, if you watch the entire tape, Billy Bush is, is 
trying to suck up to to Donald, which is fine. Donald's the star of the show at the time. And this email actually grabs Trump's hand. Nothing wrong with it. This guy's walking with another girl, and if a girl grabs her hand, there's nothing wrong with it. And to have this fake, fake outrage about this tape, which really, if you break it down into semantics, it means absolutely nothing. If a girl wants to let you do something to her, she has every right to do it. Contrast that with people that actually do it without the person's consent. That's another situation. That's not what he was even talking about in an entertainment setting. He's not saying that he does it when they're not looking, when they're sleeping, or when they don't want it. So enough with the fake fake tape. It's so boring. I find it very interesting to hear Howard, it almost sounds like he's doing it himself, begging Hillary to come on his show and then getting rejected by her. I actually think Hillary was was very attractive when she was in college. I don't know, in a weird, weird way. And people think that I must have some hatred towards Hillary. I don't at all. I didn't think she had what it takes to win, and she didn't in the general election. I mean, she can win where a Democrat is popular, but she just there's a lot of reasons why she didn't win. But I don't have any hatred towards her at all. It, it, it's so hard to run for president. They go through everything, and which one of us in our lives? could say that if they went through all of our lives, our public, our private, 
lives and our secret life, if they went through all three of them, and we all have them, could we say that we would be able to withstand the scrutiny? And she did. So love her or hate her, you have to admire her for that fact that she's able to do that. And it does take some level of arrogance and ignorance to actually run for an office that they're going to scrutinize everything about you. And you got to be mentally tough to do it. And at, at, on that level, I did think she was hot when she was younger. I'm not sure how that relates much to the campaign. But I get what Howard's saying. There's plenty of times when he does an interview, you don't know anything about the person. In fact, you want to fast forward through it. And then you listen to it, and then you actually do develop some form of, of liking towards it. I know that's happened to me. I can't think of any, any specific things offhand, but for certain, exactly. How would I even forget this? I never watched Blue Buds before Donnie came on the show, ever. And yes, I'm in that, that demographic that the advertisers want, 18 to 49-year-old males. And I'm not excluding females, too. It's just that at a certain point, the you can put females in there as well in, in that age range. Again, I never watched Blue Buds. I have a DVR now, and I watch it all the time. And it's because of, really, Eric. So that show can thank Eric for stalking Donnie in the bathroom and then making me aware of who the hell Donnie Wahlberg was. And now I, I know, obviously, them, and I know Eric and, and the show. So it does help when you come on the Howard Stern show to sell different things. I mean, even for us, do you think that we would have any sponsors if we weren't constantly being mentioned and we didn't have all this huge following on this other other podcast? And again, this is a test podcast. I don't want to hear about the quality. This will not be aired live in this format. I'm just doing it so that maybe interesting you can talk shit about me or how how the process works. And the final product will be much different in terms of what's cut out. And I won't be, I haven't read one thing, so everything I'm saying is just going off of my reaction to what I'm hearing. Dude, take a fucking hint. When you ask a girl seven times out and she doesn't want to necessarily tell you no, and that's the political world, but if they don't actually come on your show, then ah, take a hit, bro. They don't want to go on your show. And don't think that Howard's past is not the real reason. And Howard's 100% correct. She could have benefited from exposing herself to someone like me who's an independent that will vote for either party, depending on the situation. And then also people that can be swayed. I mean, men are dumb. You can sway them. Uh, some people have that bias that he has that no matter what, you, you'll talk to them. No matter what they say, if they can't speak bad about a Republican, then, God, 
I can speak bad about most of the Republicans that are there now. I mean, I can't stand the vice president. It would be a travesty if we lost Trump and we went down to that. I mean, Pence is so damn boring and straight edge and white. His hair is so goddamn white. And then you have Jeff Sessions, which I don't have any evidence Jeff Sessions did anything wrong, but he just looks like he did something wrong. Like he looks like a grand knight of the Ku Klux Klan. I probably can't say all this stuff, but that's what my opinion is. And it's all my opinion that he does look like somewhere in his secret life he's running the clan. If I was going to cast a grandmaster, I think that's what Kitty told me the leader is. Sometimes I get it wrong. Grandmaster, grand knight. So off to get sirens going by up here in 14th floor. Still off the record. I keep saying record, just off. Okay, let's go back on. So as I was saying, Kitty the racist real, realtor and trust fund baby had once told us that the lead person of the Ku Klux Klan was a, I think called a Grand Knight, Grandmaster. I can't remember. But either way, I would cast Jeff Sessions as him. So, yes, I can easily talk poorly about any Republican or any Democrat if they deserve it. I'm not going to sit here and rant against Hillary because I voted for Trump. It's not going to happen. Um, she did some things, but she's never going to compare it to someone who actually made it in the private world. And they can try and discredit everything he did, but sorry. His dad didn't give him $17 million. That's bullshit. And even if he did, there's a huge difference between rich and wealth, and it's, it's almost impossible to make it that type of return. He did receive a million-dollar loan from his dad, and most people say the first million is the hardest. That's true. But going to guarantee any type of success uh, in terms of what he did. So we can't take that away from him. He's learned how to act in the private world. And if you can do it here in the private world, you can definitely take it to the public. And you're going to shake shit up when you get to the government. Because when you actually walk around a government agency, most of them, there's a lot of calmness going on. People there have no real, real incentive to work. They, They punch in, they punch out. They don't work one minute past what they have to know. This is most people. I'm not saying all. Excluding most of the military sections of the government. My dad works for uh, ancillary military. So he's not, he's a civilian. But my God, when 5 o'clock rolls around or 4.30, whenever they get out, they're all out. No one works one minute past the time that they have to. And that's the mentality that it's tough to get extraordinary things done when you have the mentality. Howard's 100% accurate with that assessment, and she lacked the balls to do it. Not not literally. She should have done it. And if you're a Democrat, not to say that Howard can swing an election, but at least he can give her more exposure. She did, she did a bunch of other small radio shows, and you have to. When you got to do everything you can, leave it all out there. But the decision that was made, according to my sources within the campaign, and I know that they're accurate because they're mine, I wouldn't say that they were if they weren't. The The feeling was that there's a negative connotation with Howard Stern fans. And, and all of us that are fans who deal with people that are not, they get weird when you say his name. They never heard of him. They never saw him really. They never heard the show. And you deal with that aspect. Now, Howard's dealing with it 
Artie Lang was so mad that Howard loves Ellen's dancing. He used that as an example of why the show sucks now, because he claims that old Howard would never love Ellen's dancing. I don't know. I never minded Ellen's dancing. I never cared. What does that mean? That if I like Ellen's dancing, somehow the show's bad now? That's bullshit. So we started with Howard years ago explaining to his fans how he would vote selfishly for the candidate that can help him the most and the candidate that's actually went on a show, a candidate that was an A-list celebrity, and a candidate that was willing to do the show at the top of his entertainment career. And he was speaking of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but in reality, you might as well put that same characteristics with Donald Trump. At what point did Donald come on the show? It was when he was at the top of his career, when he was more than an A-list celebrity, and he was actually wealthy. He had no reason necessarily to do it. He loved the promotion. And, yeah, it should, it, that's not correct. He did have a reason. There is a, a self-promotion that helps his brand for certain. But he also gave Howard real, as real as he could, assessments and a real interview. Everything Howard said he wanted to do, he did, and when the time came to vote, Howard's out there begging Hillary to do the show, and Hillary, and Howard couldn't even get the fucking point, didn't even respond and say no, because they don't want to risk Howard bashing them to his audience, but my God, to be rejected like that, and then 
the election turns the way it does, then Howard wouldn't have won the election one way or another. But fans keep calling in and telling me how they try and get to Howard, and Howard's been too liberal these days. I don't know. I, I think Howard's holding back. For example, a, sh- a show like this would not benefit from being political at all. It's better to just not be political and to keep your entire audience. You don't want to alienate an audience. This is a recent call. Uh, good morning, uh, Nick. You're on the air in... I don't know where you are. I'm in fucking Hawaii. Read your monitor. Oh, wow. Ooh, wow. You're in a nice mood. Hey, asshole. What do I do to you? <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know, I've been listening to you since, I don't know, the 90s back in Cum Radio in San Jose, California. I've been loyal. But you're pontificating all this bullshit about liberalism and you, you got to get off your soapbox it's so annoying and you 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 what? ridicule roy moore listen hang on all right you 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 ridicule roy moore in alabama let the people in alabama decide as soon as you ridicule roy moore how old are you then you're licking the how old are you uh, your little snl buddy how old are you snl buddy snl buddy how old are you i'm 41 and i'm cranky yeah you sure are Look, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I have never seen the world look so bleak. And I'm far from liberal. I mean, uh, my liberal friends friends call me and say, I don't speak out enough about Trump. Mm. And then my conservative uh, followers and friends tell me that you kind of like what you're saying. And and look, I, I don't know what planet you're living on, Nick. But I don't know how we live in a world where a guy accused of pedophilia, of, of abusing minors, could even be considered. And I, I say shame. On, doesn't uh, count. Hold it a second. Doesn't count. 40 Bullshit. years ago, it doesn't count. When I what? see these... Stop it, Nick. Stop it. If that was your daughter, you'd fucking kill the guy. And a guy diddling. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, stop it. You know the difference. I'm not saying what Franken did is right. But Jesus Christ. You, you, what you know, did Roy Moore do? What do you do? You don't even know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Have you ever been, ba- have you ever been banned by a mall? Have you in your life? What? Have you ever been banned from the mall? No, I'm not a fucking toe tapper. Right. Only Whatever that is. I don't know what a toe tapper is. I think you might know. What is that? Tell me. Educate me. You know, guys that want to meet people at the airport. Toe tappers. What? I don't know why they're Nick, you're a weirdo. Tappers. You're a little freak. But hey, look, I, listen, hey. dude. The, the, the people in Alabama, according to the polls, the CBS poll puts Roy Moore ahead by 6%. The people in Alabama are disgusting if they vote him in. They, I, I have no fucking use for them. They should fucking leave America. All of them. They should put them on a boat and drown every one of them who vote for that guy. I don't care who you are. When you have that many allegations from women who are Republicans, no less, that doesn't seem like they have an agenda other than to say, listen, this guy's a bad dude. And fuck it. Even if you don't believe in, in um, the, his, his – uh, you don't believe his accusers, take a look at this guy's fucking stance when he was a judge. We have, a, we have a constitution. The guy just like, fuck the constitution. You know, it's just so irritating that you're pretending after all these years to be some sort of champion for women. 
As soon as your wife leaves you, which is soon, you'll be back throwing baloney on the ass <laughs> wow. of the 20-year-old. Listen to me. Kidding? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, fuckface. <laughs> fuckface McDouchebag. Ooh, yes, fuckface McDouchebag. You know, you said if, you were worried uh, and, you know, the, You didn't have to attack me personally about my wife. What? Fuck off, Nick. Remember I'm not going to talk to you, you cunt bag. Cunt bag? I wish he'd come in here and I would throw baloney at his ass. Fuck face. Yeah, cunt bag. <laughs> I just fucking hate that guy. Never let him call in again. I hate him. I just fucking hate people. Come on. You're going to you feel good about Roy Moore? And what about these other like these Leave guys? Roy Moore alone. Mm. What happened to like, Yeah, I mean what happened to the religious right and these conservatives? What happened? I mean, uh, are you Roy Moore was in church talking yesterday. They're throwing all their their principles out. I'm sorry. There are no principles. You know, I was thinking about this whole thing with with religion. I said I said to myself, "Wait a minute. So, you know, these people are anti-abortion and they're this and they're that." With the Roy Moore issue, you hear Howard doesn't know the facts. There's been no allegations of actual sexual misconduct that have been substantiated. There's not eight people. There's three girls, and one of them clearly has a huge bias. She had Roy Moore as a divorce attorney, sorry, divorce judge, and failed to disclose that to Gloria Allred, who had to go up there, and now she's disappeared. So then you have the last two. One of them, her old mom doesn't believe her story. So could it be that the most coveted seat, the last seat that can turn the Senate to Democrat, if they're able to win, could it be that there's some other bias there? That's really the, the theme of this. When you go out in your daily life, are you using bias? You probably are. You have to be aware of it, though. If no one ever tells you you're doing it, then you're going to continue to do it, and there's nothing wrong with it except when it impinges on your actions in terms of when you actually need to make a decision that's less emotional, and bias is, is about emotion. So with that, we're going to end the test podcast relating to Howard, and tomorrow we will most likely be announcing the new – this is all for the, for the other podcast – the new – person who's going to be in the habitat, which is what these fans want here. Let's see if, if Kitty can work out a deal and Eric can... I know Eric is trying to squash it, and I don't know who's going to win that battle. And that's not bullshit. They're both going after each other. Uh, Kitty doesn't have Eric's number. She only has his FaceTime addresses, and that's what I have. So we'll see if she's able to lock in that contract. We didn't disclose to Eric, and I hope no one does, who the person that they're really zoning in on. There's two people, but there's one that they really want because the logistics would work in terms of getting internet service that's fast enough to upload quality content and to go above and beyond what we have now. That's cameras in different places, and we want to see more, not less. So we'll see. And poor Eric, he's in there now. I know he's probably going to do the show this week and bash me. I just hope he does it in a funny way. Uh, just to keep saying things over and over. It's not as not as fun as when when we're bantering with each other. So I will have the team update if there is an update, an announcement. Stay tuned for that, and that should be coming 
shortly. If it can get done today, it gets done today. Rather, we get this done, and we got to get all the equipment, new equipment, because I gave out most of the other equipment, up to or down to the new person and the new habitat. And it's going to be interesting. It's probably It probably will be good for all parties to see a fresh new start, a fresh new habitat. And then maybe we can get Quinn. I see her in the chat room now. Maybe she'll, she'll agree. Maybe Quinn is the person. I don't know if Eric's got the Quinn, too. But Eric is interfering with all of our business. I told Quinn she would be a good, good candidate for it. And we'll see. So if we have any updates, we'll put them back on. Until then, we'll see when the next show will be. It's not going to be a regular show now until the next Habitat comes on. And then we'll keep commenting on the new person. I'm sure there will be a lot of excitement once the new Habitat is up and running. And, of course, you have Gonzo's show on Friday at 8 o'clock. Now, one thing... I don't want anyone calling Eric's phone during the Gonzo show. Let him be. Don't make it so that he's interfered with. Now, if he's in the habitat, don't try and call the internet provider and get the internet down. Like, don't do things like that to mess with his show. That's just not cool. All right, please. I'm, I'm sort of being authentic there. Don't mess with him. Don't, don't use those emails to FaceTime him if you have the ability to FaceTime. Uh, I know that somehow it's circulated, but just don't do that when he's live because we want to hear him. And we'll broadcast all of all of the shows live. I'm going to start getting some more live feed content on here. So I know you don't want to keep seeing Eric going back and forth. I'll get that done as well. Till tomorrow. Turn my fucking phone on! Who's the guy with all the dirt on Hollywood's biggest scandals? Who's what does he know? This is Kelly Sometimes you gotta go to an author, TV host, and bigger than life personality to learn. Fame is a bitch.